Good afternoon, podcast listeners. This is Rob Plouffe. Welcome back to Mid-Michigan Bowling News, the podcast for bowlers in the greater Flint area and the state of Michigan. Okay, welcome to podcast number 29. It is Saturday, February 27th, 2021. I am at Clio Bowling Arcade, sitting down with Tori Vandeker. Did I say that right? Yeah. Um, from Swartz Creek Bowling. She is the uh, anchor bowler this year on the girls varsity team and uh, I've been wanting to sit down with her since tryouts and this is the first time that uh, I've been able to sit down as she got to come to the match today and uh, help run this match. So um, Tori, the reason I wanted to sit down with you is I wanted to talk to you about your 300 game that you bowled in tryouts. Um, go ahead and tell us what what that felt like, go through your the finish of the game, um, how big of an accomplishment that was. That is your highest game ever. Yeah. Um, go ahead. So that was my first 300. Definitely really proud because my dad's never had one. Um, it was definitely really cool to have everyone come through and just like say congratulations. Um, what was the finish was, like? Were you, was, were you nervous? I was definitely a little bit nervous. I didn't think I was actually going to get the 300. But it was neat because the person I was bowling with, they didn't know that I would had. They didn't know I had the front. Like, until the front seven, they didn't realize that I had the front seven. But I definitely was very proud of that also because I was bowling that with my, like, first ball that I've ever gotten as a hook ball. So that was really neat for me. What ball was that? Uh, the Dark Legend. So. And who drills your equipment? Uh, I believe Troy Sam did. Nice. It's definitely really neat, and I just it was definitely like my biggest accomplishment, obviously because it was my first 300. But hoping to get another one soon. And that was at Grand Blank. Yep, Grand Blank Lanes. Well, congratulations. Um, let's talk about your set last last week. Uh, where was that? Where was the big set at? Which which bowling alley were you at? No one knows. Oh, Riverbend. Riverbend. Riverbend in Corona. Okay, so last week last week you shot 268, 223. Yep. For 491, that is the highest two-game set in the Metro Conference this season for girls. Um, let's talk about that. So, what was going on last week? I was just in a zone last week. I was able to just throw it out there and pretty much hitting pocket most of the time. But it was pretty much just going up there throwing and just having fun. A lot of us were just joking around throughout the entire game, so that definitely helped a lot when we were bowling. But I actually was bowling with my intense that time, and I've been throwing that for most of my games recently. Nice. Um, okay, so uh, let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about your team. Uh, this is your senior season. Yep. Um, you guys are now six and one or seven and one. Six and one on the season, so you guys are in second place in the Metro Conference, yep. tied with Flushing. Um, how do you feel about your team's chances? Number one, to win the Metro Conference, and number two, what do you think your chances are in regionals to make it to the state finals? I think that a good portion of our teams definitely has a high chance to getting into region, getting to states as individuals, as a team. We can definitely use some work just keeping our spirits up. But I think we still do have a chance as long as we keep our spirits high. 
How do you think your chances are in the Metro Conference? I think that we're sitting pretty good, and I think as long as we just keep our spirits high, that's definitely a big thing as we occasionally do get down. But as long as we just are able to keep our spirits high and pick up our spirits, that will do good. You guys got a big match against Flushing, is it next week? Yeah, uh, a little more than a week away on the 8th, uh, Monday, March 8th at Bees Bowling. Um, you guys, it's looking like both of your teams are going to be with one loss, so uh, whichever team wins that match will, will have a shot at the conference title mm -hmm. um, because there's a position round left after that. So uh, what do you think your chances are in that match? I think that's pretty high just because of how we've been bowling. A lot of us are doing pretty well. And we have at least four or five of us that have a 170 or higher average. So I think it's pretty good chance. That's good. That gives you guys a good chance at regionals too. Yeah. So um, talking about regionals, you've seen the, uh, the change, right? You know what the change yes. is for regionals <laughs> this year. So um, for those that don't know this, uh, regionals was announced yesterday. It's available on the uh, MHSAA.com uh, website. Um, but they did change the format for regionals this year. There's still going to be 16 teams going to regionals, but they're going to spread each individual bowler out uh, across the lanes, and they're going to bowl four individual games, um, and then they're going to add the scores up and determine which teams make it to the state finals. And only two teams go to the state finals out of regionals this year instead of the normal three. So they're they're cutting back, um, which means there there will only be 12 teams bowling in the state finals this year instead of the normal 16 or 18 sorry it's normally 18 um, so what's your thoughts on on this new format and uh, what how do you think that's going to affect your your team in regionals I definitely am not a fan of it just because that gives a disadvantage to those that, so they don't get a higher chance because we're going to try to get definitely four as having a chance and the last person wouldn't get a chance like they normally would on the other years so yeah, the, the, whoever your sixth person is on your team has no chance yeah, to make it to the state no finals. Um, in singles, anyways. Uh, they still do with team, but um, yeah, if you have somebody that gets uh, switched out, it, it definitely puts a lot of uh, pressure on a coach to try to figure out how do I pull somebody out and ruin their chance at making it to the state finals in singles, but worry about the team making it. So uh, there's going to be a lot of pressure on the coaches. Uh, when you go to regionals this year. So you're not a fan of this new format, but do you think you guys can make it work and make it to the state finals? I think we can make it work just because of, we definitely have four strong people that would be able to hopefully make it, so. Yeah, the uh, the format, uh, initially when I seen it and you think about it, if you have a deep team, if you have four or five uh, mm -hmm. bowlers who are very good, uh, I think that, that gives those teams a little bit of an advantage. Right. Um, unfortunately, it looks more like a singles event for regionals instead of a team event. Uh, it seems like they kind of took the team part of it out, but it is what it is. They've made that decision, and uh, you guys are going to have to make that work. Um, state finals has not changed. They left everything the same for state finals. So Baker games are back in state finals. There will be no Bakers and regionals. Um, so if you guys are fortunate enough to make it to states, how do you feel about that? I think that'd be very cool because I know we haven't for the past few years, at least as a team-wise. I know Jay Brown did last year for individuals, 
but if we can get someone back there again, I think that'd be really awesome. If you guys make it to states as a team, there's only going to be 12 teams, and uh, they're going to do qualifying as normal and cut to eight. So uh, it makes uh, your chances uh, better, I think, uh, if you can get get to state finals. Mm -hmm. Chances are better for you to make a run for a state title. Um, so anything that you would like to add? Anything at all about your team, the way you're bowling, uh, any idea why? Well, how come you're bowling so good this year? What do you what do you contribute that to? I think definitely just coaching-wise that I've had really good coaches over the few years. I've had three coaches for high school over the four years, so definitely that's been a little bit harder on me. I'm glad that I have a coach for two years now. <laughs> that's the same. <laughs> that's definitely helped me. And I've just been able to work really well with my equipment lately. So, so um, what's your plans after high school? I'm looking at two different colleges, at least of right now, that's giving me scholarships. I have Huntington University, which is in Indiana. And then I have Concordia, which oh. is in Ann Arbor. Yeah. So... Oh, very nice. Definitely debating between the two. When are you going to make that decision? <laughs> Not entirely sure yet. We're going to look at different programs and make sure that everything's right for me. And I want to go into physical therapy. So, but very not entirely sure yet. Very good. Okay. Uh, that was good. <laughs> Nothing else that you'd like to add? How about you? Got anything you want to add? <laughs> Come on up here. <laughs> Cal's sitting here. Cal Wikes, the head coach of uh, Swartz Creek Girls Bowling Program. Um, I got a few minutes here that we can finish this up. So uh, you heard the questions <laughs> I was asking her. Tell me, what, what do you feel like uh, your chances are, your team's chances are to win the Metro Conference this year? Well, that position round's a, a big bonus for us. Uh, you know, we've been, the last two years, have been pretty neck and neck with Kersley as far as our head-to-head -head matches. So uh, the chance to go against them again would be incredible. I think we have a decent shot. Um, yeah, Flushing's a good team. A little, little weaker than last year, so I like our chances in that head-to-head that -head right there on the, on the eighth. We can give a run. Speaking of the Kersley match, um, so this was my first year not coaching, but um, I, I tuned in to watch that match, and you guys came out on fire that first match of the Definitely. season, and you, you had them in trouble. Um, no doubt about it. I thought you guys were going to win that match. I really Nine did. Nine pins that second baker. That's all. It, that's all the difference was. Yeah, yeah. It came right down to that tenth frame, that second baker game. Yep. And uh, Ellie Robbins picking up the ten pin was huge. huge. That was a huge spare. And I don't think people uh, realize that. You know, you look at the end of those individual games, but if you go back to that second baker game, that was the difference in the match. Yeah, we could have lost by 1,500 pins the third game and wouldn't have mattered, or the, yep. la the second individual game. And yep. It would could have been over by then. Yep, yep, one spare basically uh, made the difference in that entire match. Um, yeah, so how do you feel your chances are for state finals? Uh, that's a little bit different for us. Um, like like Tori was saying, we have four strong bowlers, but the fifth and sixth are pretty neck and neck, so it's going to be... Uh, difficult to pick one over the other um, our bakers are one of our stronger points if you look at averages wise so not having those to to cushion those scores is a little bit of a blow for us but that being said if we do make that cut to states i think our chances there are a little bit better than most yeah for sure 
because uh, the format's back to the same. Yeah. You get the Bolos Baker game. So, um, yeah, you heard me say, and you you know you know what the format is. It's they're basically putting the coaches on the spot it, here. It does suck uh, in regionals because whoever the sixth person is that doesn't get to start has no chance to go to state finals. And then if you have to make a change or two, right? Um, those people are not going to have a chance. But uh, ultimately, as a coach, and usually the kids think the same way, it really should be all about the team. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully hopefully everyone understands that it, it is about the team. So if you have to make a change, uh, you're doing it for, for everyone. It's going to be difficult, no doubt about it, and uh, it's going to upset some people. I'm sure there's going to be some upset parents across the state, but it is what it is. Um, It's the format that they picked, and uh, unfortunately, that's what people are going to have to live with. You're going to have to make it work. Um, Anything you'd like to add? This is Uh, your second year being? Yep, my second year. Being the uh, head coach? How do you like it? Uh, It's it's definitely different. It's uh, we have a great group of parents, which makes coaching that much easier when you can just focus on the kids and not have to worry about backlash on, on your decisions. Um, super grateful for that. Um, I'm glad I got talked into coming back a second year. <laughs> Tori based me strong on me, so <laughs> I wanted to coach the same for two years. But yeah, I enjoy it for sure. Things are definitely different uh, this year with the COVID. Oh, yeah. um, this was interesting today because I went to the match last week with out the Colonial at uh, Flushing was bowling and there was only four teams there. Um, today, at least all of the girls were here together. There was 10 teams here in the bowling alley and we were able to spread everybody out. Um, but with no fans, it, yeah, it definitely, definitely makes things different. Different um, atmosphere for sure. Hopefully, maybe by the time we get to uh, state finals, they'll start to allow some people. I know the talk is just uh, two two people per kid coming to uh, the state finals. That's the talk right now, but that could change. So let's hope that that opens up so that uh, the state finals is the way it's really supposed to be. Yeah. Okay. You guys don't have anything else to add? Nope. All right. Uh, We're not even 15 minutes in, and uh, I'm going (laughs) to wrap this one up. So thanks for joining today. Enjoy. Have a good day.